the show. Back to Around Each Town on KRBE. Good morning, and thank you for joining us here on KRBE. My name is Maureen Cooper. I am usually your host for Around H Town, but right now I'd like to turn things over to my colleague, Kevin Quinn. You will recognize him from Afternoons here on KRBE and a very special interview about the upcoming eclipses. As a young man, I've always had a fascination with space, astronomy, the solar system. I've been fortunate enough to have incredible mentors in my life that have fanned these flames of curiosity about science, space, astronomy, and more. One of whom is actually with me today in the studio, my former high school astronomy teacher, uh, Chap Percival who spent his life educating young minds, and and even in retirement, he is still pursuing his passion of bringing knowledge and excitement to people around the world. In this case, Chap is here to talk to us about two upcoming solar eclipses here in North America soon. Tell us a little bit about what's happening, Chap, and and what we can look forward to. It's one of those things where I have good news and bad news. Mm -hmm. Uh, The good news is that there are two solar eclipses that are coming to the United States. The bad news is that Houston is just going to miss them, so you will have to do a little bit of traveling if you want to see them. The dates that you have to remember this year, October 14th and April 8th, 2024. So what are the differences between these these two solar eclipse events? The first one in October is what I refer to as a prelim. It is what's known as an annular eclipse. Annular comes from a Latin word that means ring. It's called a ring eclipse because sometimes when the moon passes in front of the sun, it is at the furthest point of its orbit, so it appears slightly smaller than at other times. What that means is that it can't cover the sun completely. So even when it's dead center on the sun, there is a little piece around the edge that produces a ring. And so it'll be cool October 14th. Uh, The main event, April 8th of 2024, you will have a total solar eclipse. Every century, there's about 67 of them but they're distributed around the Earth, so you have to go by geographic location. They're kind of rare by geographic location. So how rare are we talking? Well, the last time we had one in the city of Houston was in the 1880s. Holy cow. But, Chap, you did mention that the city of Houston is not going to be in what's known as the uh, path of totality, which is where you can truly see the solar eclipse in all of its grandeur. October 14th this year, And April 8th, 2024, where do people really want to be? Let me give you a list of towns that are near what's called the center line of the eclipse. Down towards the Rio Grande, Brackettville and Uvalde, Kerrville and Fredericksburg, Lano and Burnett, Killeen, Gatesville, Waco is pretty close to the center line as well, a big city there. Waxahachie, as we go up north. Dallas and the eastern part of Dallas, Rockwall, Greenville, Broken Bow, the big town, the yes, metropolis of Broken Bow. <laughs> uh, yeah. So those are some of the areas where that are near the center line. Most of Austin is in the path. If you go to College Station, don't go there. You got to go further. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Chap Percival, author, 
educator, evangelist for the upcoming solar eclipses that we can observe on October 14th of 2023 and the total solar eclipse coming up April 8th, 2024. But if you're here in Houston, you got to travel a little bit to see the totality in its grandeur and glory. And what I want you to do, chap, is tell us a little bit about the true awesomeness of a total solar eclipse for someone who's never seen it. Because you've seen a lot of these in your life. You've traveled all over the world to see a total solar eclipse. Tell us a little bit about why people should really go out of their way to experience this at least once. I have to preface this by saying one thing. I hate hype. I really do. That being said, what I'm going to talk about will sound like hype. Trust me, it ain't. So imagine you're on location and the eclipse is about ready to begin. The moon appears to touch the sun, although we really can't see that, but that is what is referred to as first contact. And for about the first 45 minutes or so of the partial eclipse phase, no one who is not aware that there is an eclipse going on, no one would know that anything is going on. There are two reasons for that. Number one, there's not a a dramatic change in brightness. After about 45 minutes, though, the change is significant enough that even the casual observer outside would notice that things are looking just a little bit weird. The color of the sky, it's going to be getting a little bit different. Uh, Not a lot of darkness, but it's a gradual diminishing of intensity. And then as we get within 15 minutes of totality, the difference becomes much, much more apparent. And with glasses on, you now see it's a skinny, skinny crescent. If you're near a tree, you can look on the ground and see the projection of that image on the ground. So you'll see little crescents, a bunch of crescents overlapping on the ground. And then when you get within a few minutes of totality... The temperature has started to go down. There's a chill in the air. For many eclipses, temperature will go down as much as 12, 15 degrees. Oh, wow. Animal behavior, if there are birds around, they will quiet down, go to roost. In town, streetlights may come on. And you look up at the sky and the amount that's really bright, that's still sunlit, is gradually getting smaller and smaller. You still have to use those shades. But when you get within about one minute of totality, then you have an event that's called the last little piece of the sun that sticks out, produces an effect that is called the diamond ring, where it's a little flash. It lasts only for a few seconds. The diamond ring is a transitional point, which is literally burned in your retina is something that is so memorable, this transition from the bright sunlight to almost nothing. And suddenly there appears around this, my goodness, it looks like there is a tiny black hole up in the sky surrounded by these pearly white streamers radiating in a pattern that is unique for each eclipse. If you're with a crowd, there is cheering, there is clapping, there is yelling, there is no people. It's, it's just an astounding, the soundtrack of an eclipse, 
The soundtrack is absolutely amazing. And once this transition has occurred and it's all this little black hole up there and these pearly streamers, people get quiet because it is unlike anything they have experienced before. I have heard many people actually refer to this kind of event for them as a spiritual event, that this is something which they are able to cherish and harbor and produces profound memories. It's really dramatic. You know, just to remind you, I said earlier, I hate hype. This is no hype. Well, Chap, you've definitely convinced me and I think a lot of people listening to go see the eclipses. we got one coming up, the annular eclipse, uh, October 14th, 2023, and then the Big Daddy, April 8th of 2024. That is the total solar eclipse. A little bit of travel from Houston, but definitely worth it. Uh, your website, GoSeeTheEclipse.net, and you've written a book with all kinds of great information. Go See the Eclipse, A Glimpse of God's Glory. Chap, thank you so much for being here to tell us all about the great information about this incredible astronomical event. Uh, you're quite welcome, Kevin. I appreciate the opportunity. And just a reminder, my website is GoSeeTheEclipse.net. Yo! Like what you heard? Access the Around Each Town archives on our podcast page at krbe.com.